All right, we are live with another Instant Reaction podcast. The Patriots stayed pat at 106, could have traded up, could have even traded down uh, with some of the movement that happened at the top of the fourth round. They chose to do neither and stay right at 107. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you wanted it. You asked for it. You wanted it. You wanted offense. You asked for offense. Uh, don't blame me for this. You asked for offense, and you got it. Jake Andrews, center from Troy. We're not that kind of offense. Hey, you you asked for offense. They gave you offense. Don't complain about getting an offensive lineman at this point now because you wanted him. A ton of experience. 37 starts at Troy. Played guard. Played center. They announced him as a center. Seems like he's going to be the backup to David Andrews, at least initially. But he's going to be able to give them that flexibility. And if this – it honestly, if this just means that James Ferentz isn't on the team anymore – Honestly, that 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 much right there makes me think it's a good pick. And it's I, I we know David Andrews, so we got that we got Andrews and Andrews now here at the center position. We knew like David Andrews is not not a young pup anymore. Right, um, you need to invest in center. I liked Ricky Stromberg out of Arkansas a lot. He went yesterday. He's off the board, but I think you needed a center. You needed some inside interior offensive line help. And this is a guy. He played center. He's also played both guard spots. So I think you got a little bit of a Ted Karras here and yep. just a super sub on the inside in the fourth round. That's super solid. Um, I think from the boards I've seen, this is a little bit of a reach, but mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest. The Patriots are pretty good at scouting offensive linemen and I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to second guess this. If they think he's a fourth, he's probably worth this pick. And right. you know, it just gives them a little bit of depth there. Exactly. And as dark blue gold says, just, you know, invest in the guys with the same names, right? Make it easier for the training staff, uh, for the equipment staff. And and so there you go. So another another Andrews playing and center. Know, and you want to know something crazy here? This is three picks in a row that were at the Senior Bowl. Wait a second. Wait a second. The Patriots, Patriots up to have made a trade to 112 for 120 and 184. How about that? We're going to stay on. We're, we're live right now. Screw this. We're staying on. <laughs> You're going to get two for the price of one. How about that? Uh, some breaking news in there. All I right. It. I love it. You know, it's always wild on day three. Uh, let me let me throw something crazy out to you. You ready for this? What if, what if, oh boy, what if the Patriots just traded up for a kicker? Would people lose no, their mind? Oh, my God. It would be so amazing. I don't I, think there's a kicker worth trading up for in this draft anymore. I like Jake Moody a lot. I had them trading up for him. I never saw him as a third. Listen, I'm not See, saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying. Who, so who did they jump? They jumped Atlanta. Who else is in that that little thing? Um, Let's see. The, I'll tell you right the now. Thing, so from 112, so from, from 113 is Atlanta, Carolina, Chicago, Green Bay is who they jumped. So maybe it's, you know, maybe it's a wide receiver. Maybe it's Koontz. Bro, honestly, I want Zach Koontz to come just so he can stand up next to Cole Strange on the sideline somewhere. That would be awesome. Um, yeah. But, you know, and, and he's like the measurables from him is awesome. So I think yeah. that as a measurables guy and what we've seen consistently and – What's funny about the Andrews pick is that Andrews, the Andrews pick kind of deviates from this a little bit, but I think um, they're they're always looking for those like athletic, crazy athletic guys in the last few. Uh, Are you talking and, about Jake Andrews? No, no, I'm yes. Oh, 
because Jake Anders is that athletic. That's what I'm saying. That he deviates oh, yeah. from that a little bit. You oh, see what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that's kind of the way it is. So you know, and what, uh, says it correctly. That is correct. The Patriots traded up to 112, so they still have 117 because they traded the fourth round oh, pick that they yeah. got yesterday so to jump 117 right to get so 112. We, I don't know what your time looks like, but we could stay on to 117. If My you know. wife <laughs> might physically murder me if I stay on okay. until 117. I'm already you know running late for for uh, for soccer. I'll I'll stay on. Stay on. Stay I love through, it. If we're if we're there stay to 117. Through. Yeah. Um. Another note here. Yes. Keon White, Marte Mapu, and now Jake Andrews all at the Senior Bowl. All guys right. they got their hands on. And the first pick, Christian Gonzalez, was a guy who you get the Adrian Clem connection. These are yep. all, and I said it with that, they like to take guys who they have a direct connection to in one way or another. Correct. And, oh, and by uh, you the know way, who they had it, you know, who they had at the senior bowl was um, Demarcus Covington, too, who was working with the front seven there. Yep. So you take a defensive end who he worked with, a linebacker who he worked with, and a center who he had to go against there. Right. So it's like they're, they're these guys are really familiar. Well, and and that's the thing is that you hear you hear that Andrews had a really solid senior bowl. He had some really good reps against Keon White and against other top interior off uh, interior defensive linemen. And so sometimes when a guy plays at a place like Troy, it's kind of hard to see what he's going to be. But then you know you can project that out. Now the question it did did um. Anthony Garcia, did he play? Or Antonio Garcia, I'm sorry. Did he play at Troy? Am I losing my mind about that? I feel like somebody did. Antonio Garcia, somebody that year did. I feel like it's Garcia. The other the other one was the D-end, and I think he went to Youngstown State. Yeah, Anto- and, yeah, he did. And Antonio Garcia was at Troy. Right. So, so just interesting. What's interesting about it, Phil Perry was talking about Antonio Garcia this uh, this morning or, or last night, whatever, whenever the podcast came out. I was listening to it today. Um, talking about, you know, you know, a, a slighter offensive lineman or whatever, someone with with more athletic ability and whatnot. So um, obviously, like I say, Andrews doesn't it isn't doesn't project to be that kind of guy. But it is interesting that um, that he jumps jumps out from uh, from Troy as well. So um, yeah. we shall see. By the way, one so at one eleven, right before the Patriots traded up, the, the Browns took Dewan Jones. Um, Jones is is an oh absolute God. an absolute house a monster. Um, so the Patriots clearly traded up for someone oh after my, him. Oh my God! The we have uh, we have the pick, Pat. We have oh, the pick. I hey hey credit where oh credits no, due. Oh this guy Pat Lane right here, not keyed in at all. Don't know anything, but here I am nevertheless. And with the one hundred twelfth pick in the draft. The New England Patriots have traded up from 120. Okay. Well, that's all the callback, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we're good. We're good. That's all right. We got two picks. We had two picks. Uh, 107, <laughs> they went Jake Andrews. And at 112, the Patriots have indeed traded up for Maryland kicker Chad Ryland. Maryland kicker Chad Ryland comes to the Patriots. Uh, I don't know who the hell Chad Ryland is, but he That's is the a first kicker. I've heard this name. <laughs> he is a kicker for Maryland, and uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be Noel Ruggles, to be honest with you. I like Noel Ruggles better than I like Chad Ryland. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he does have a big leg. Um, but, uh, I mean, I don't love it. Oh, guess guess what? He has, ex- he has experience with uh, kickoffs. Guess where, guess where Chad Ryland was? 
uh, you know, was around the senior bowl? February-ish. Oh, well, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was at the senior bowl. Yep. So uh, one once again, another senior bowl player um, that they got to see up close and personal. Of course, not as up close and personal as Moody at the Shrine Bowl, um, but they did get a, a chance to see him up close and personal. And um, look, I, I mean, 39 of his, of his 40 extra points. This year, 82% of his 23 kicks, which isn't ideal, but um, only 75% of his 74 field goal tries over his career. But he does have a big leg. So I guess, I guess I'm okay with it. I mean, look, the last time they took a kicker that no one had ever heard of, <laughs> it didn't turn out well. So let's just hope Chad Rowland doesn't have any uh, sketchy tattoos or anything like that. Yes. Um, and he loves everyone equally, let's just say. Um, but I mean, look again, you get an extensive look at him. He, it's not like he was a nobody. People know who he is. He was at the senior bowl. So clearly he had some things going on for him. Um, but it's a surprise. It's certainly a surprise. You wanted them to move around. They moved around a little bit. So, Hey, listen, the and two felt things like they had to trade up to get this guy. I mean, let's. <laughs> However you feel about these picks, let's let's remember the fact they got hands-on experience with all of them and basically ran to the podium with all of them or traded up for guys. So they're they're confident about every one of these picks. I mean, I mean, <laughs> listen, here's what I'm gonna say to you, okay? And again, I don't want to blame anyone out there, okay? But I will say the two things that I will say. Fans complained about number one, the Patriots not drafting any offensive players, which they did at 107 with Jake Andrews. Number two, not trading up for any players, which they just did. So on back-to-back picks, they have done the two things that everyone's complained about. Oh, you got to fix the offensive line. You got to take offensive guys. They took an offensive guy on the offensive line. Eh, maybe not the guy you wanted, but they took him. They also traded up, <laughs> which people wanted as well, which they did for a kicker for Maryland. Um, look, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to pretend to be excited about Noah Ryland. I don't even know who the hell he is, okay? But this is – I. I'm a big Ken off. fan. He was at Maryland, and this is the first time I've heard his name. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. He was at – where did he play? He, he transferred – oh, he was at Eastern Michigan, and then he transferred to Maryland for his last season. Oh, that's Second why. team, all Big Ten Conference behind Jake Moody. Um, eighty. So he was 19 of 23 on field goal attempts, 3 of 6 from 50-plus yards, 39 of 40 on extra points, and he had touchbacks on 69.9% of his kickoffs. So, yeah. I mean, those are good stats. You have you put those stats up at the NFL level, and I'll be pretty happy with it. I agree. I agree. All right, the Bears are on the clock. The pick is in. Let's just, let's just stick it out. What the hell? It's just, you know, at this if point, it got, doesn't matter. If you got to jump, you got to jump. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Look, I mean, we're uh, right now the Green Bay Packers at 116 is on the clock, and that's CBS updating me. So, you know, like I, I will I will take it. Listen, uh CBS gave Jake Andrews a B and gave Chad Chad Rowland an F, obviously. I mean, they're obviously well, they gonna don't. give that an F. But they don't know they don't know ball. Well <laughs> and listen, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing about Ryland. That pick sucks unless he comes in as a starting kicker and is reliable. If he comes in and is the starting kicker and is reliable, well, guess what? You drafted Steven Gostowski in the fourth round. Like, yeah, this is like when it comes to the round you of know? the draft, this is a good spot to take a kicker. Right. Uh, I'm also like reading between the lines here at some of this stuff. If they're trading up for him, that tells me 
either they really like him or they don't think this draft is that good. They right. just they just took an offensive lineman who a lot of guys had as a seventh rounder. They just traded yep. up for a kicker. Wouldn't be shocked to see them make this pick at 117 and then try to get the hell out of this draft. <laughs> yeah. Uh Roshan Johnson just went 115 to the Bears, so who I had my eye on. Um is, but is AT are AT Perry and Tyler Scott still there? Dude, all the receivers, no, no, zero wide receivers have been taken so far. They don't, man, like that's, that's the thing. Like we talked about adding pass catchers for this team, but we heard in the pre-draft process that teams did not like pass catchers in this draft. And yep. that's played out for the most part here on draft day. Outside of the first four plus Jonathan Bingo was a late riser in some of the tight ends. Like there's nobody. Yeah. Not, well, you not know, I, draft I, so that. that's the thing. I think. I like the idea of staying on the offensive side of the football. Um, you did defense yesterday, which I which people don't like, but I think is good. Um, but I do think um, I do think they they go offensive line again. I think it makes sense to go offensive line again. Maybe a, maybe a, like an actual tackle. That'd be cool, right? Oh, they're on the clock. Green Bay's pick is in. Patriots are on the clock. Um, I don't even. I don't, who is even left to tackle? I don't know. Like, like if Freeland went, Dewan Jones is still there. No, he's not. Dewan Jones got taken. Dewan Jones got we, taken one one eleven. The pick before the Patriots. Oh, I didn't even. That's the thing. We go live, and it's like I'm trying to follow so much stuff. Yeah, he went to the he went to the Bears at uh, the Browns. I'm sorry at one at one eleven. So, Patriots pick is in again. I think it makes sense to go O line. I just don't know. I don't know where we're, now. We're, we're at, we're at a point in the draft too where like I don't think need matters. Like if you draft right. for need on day three, you're probably just overdrafting a guy, which I think you can make the argument they just did twice. But um, I don't know. It's just my philosophy here is just get get whoever you think the best guy on the board is and figure the rest out later. Okay. Uh, let's see what happens. Let's see what this Packers pick is. Are they even getting spo- – well, we got, I got the kicker in advance. I haven't seen this pick. I haven't seen the Green Bay pick either. No, me neither. So – but, I, you know, I think I think it's going to be it's gonna be interesting. This I'm, I'm, this guy on Twitter is driving me freaking crazy. I'm just going to mute him. I just – I'm just – I'm so done. He just said Belichick doesn't like starting rookies. He – that that uh, Christian Gonzalez won't start day one because Belichick doesn't like starting rookies. I'm like, dude. I yeah, just... we all we we all know of all the people, Bill Belichick makes arbitrary Jesus decisions Christ, about who to play based on their status when they join the team. Stupidest thing I've ever heard, dude. Stupidest thing I've ever heard. Um, oh, how about this? Ryland ended Terps football. Justin, uh, Justin from um, oh Christ from Draft Network just uh, just DM me. He said that Ryland ended. His Terps football career with the highest field goal percentage in program history. How about that? So maybe maybe some of his his missed kicks were early on in his career, um, but you know, but we'll go from there. So uh, let's get. Well, this he only pick played in. one year at Maryland too, so that's part of it. Right, right. I mean, true, true. Yeah. Let's get this pick in, and let's, and then uh, and then I gotta I gotta bounce. All right, and I'll hang out for a minute when we we talk about the pick, and then I'll yeah, yeah. and go from there. Okay. Uh, uh, the Patriots were at uh, Ryland's Pro Day. So there you go. Uh, yeah, fifty-two yarder in Michigan. Um, 
Yeah. On, I think another thing here too is that they like um, Patriots have always liked guys who can play up north as a kicker. Like they like guys who play in bad conditions, guys with big legs, guys who can deal with bad weather. And I think that's why like, I, I suspect they liked Jake Moody and this was their backup plan because it's two guys from the Big Ten who play in that. And, you know, and he played in Eastern Michigan, too. So it's like, all right, you know, he can deal with a little snow. Um, Correct. If Correct. You gotta, if you need a kick in January, he can make it. Well, that was, you know, that was the Adam. That was kind of the Adam thing, right? Where Adam played in in. North Dakota or South Dakota or the hell, North Dakota, right? And you know, so you knew that he could kick in the, in the weather and in the elements. And as much as I like Nick Folk, I watched the end of the year last year, and it was hard to watch the end of the year and not believe that Nick Folk was cooked. I just, I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I think he's that. I've, I, I've penciled them in taking a couple specialists here for a while. Right. Right. And so, and again, we talked about special teams. We talked about special teams not being good enough. You had those. You had those two, um, those two kick return touchdowns against the Bills. That doesn't happen if you're getting, if you're getting an extra, um, you know, if you're getting a, uh, if you're getting a touchback, right? And so that's the thing. And again, I love Nick Folk, but he's missing straight on short from forty-four. Like that just can't happen. It just can't happen, you know. And so, um, but you know, we'll see. So, but you know, what are you going to do? So, uh, come on, announce the stupid pick, would you? I have it on Twitter if you want me to give it. Do it. The Patriots select guard Sidey Sow from Eastern Michigan. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, you boy with another one. Offensive line, uh, who? He's, uh, what do you call it? He was first team all-conference the last couple years. Really old dude. He wasn't at the Senior Bowl, but he was at the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl. Projected to go fourth, fifth round. Uh, There's bolster in the interior right now. Yeah, yeah. And, And honestly, it's one of those things where I just think at this point, right, we can't, you know, I don't want to say you can't argue with, but like we're not looking at position, right? It's who's the guy and and projection at this point means nothing. It means nothing at this point, right? Oh, Saidi Sai was projected to be a six round, but who cares if the Patriots like him better than most, then fine. He did. He does have some tackle experience, started 11, 11 uh, games at left tackle, but also started 44 games at left guard, six, five, three, 23. Big boy. He's a big boy. Um, and so, you old, know, you give yourself a little. Yes. Well, I mean, well, they're that, all old guys, aren't they? That's, I mean, he's, <laughs> this dude's uh, barely, uh, barely younger than me. He's, he's younger than me by a month, by five weeks. Uh, yeah. So there go. There's a lot of old guys the Patriots are taking in this draft, which you know what I respect. Like they're getting, you want, you got, you want guys who can contribute right away. You got like actual fully grown athletes and you got you got one guy there christian gonzalez in the top of the draft who's you know freak athlete young guy all that and the rest of these are just super high floor guys Makes right sense. right you know so it just you know i think people aren't gonna like it i'll tell you right now people aren't gonna like it people are pissed no but it's like again this is 
the offensive line was an issue last year. How much did we talk about this? It was an right. every game occurrence. Well, the offensive line is a lot better now. You got a new coach and you injected a, a bunch of talent, both in free agency and the draft. Now it, it's going to be better than it was last season. You want to help out your quarterback? Make sure he has time to throw. Right. Like that. And this is the thing with Mac Jones. I think it's pretty clear that when you, you throw him on the whiteboard, he can do everything you want him to do. He is smart. He can diagnose stuff there. Things were breaking down for him last year because it was happening so quickly on the field. And he was getting pressured so fast that he couldn't apply it. Mm-hmm. Bill O'Brien's mm-hmm. a great teacher to help him apply it. And now you got a couple offensive linemen who are going to give him the time to actually apply those lessons to the field, to see things out. And it gets a lot easier to uh, you know throw to your, your fourth option uh, when you have the time to you know, get through the progressions and get to them. So I'll take it. Right. And I and I think this is the other part of it for me, right? And then I got I gotta jump off. But yeah. the big thing for me that I look at is that if you're the Patriots, you look at what happened when your offensive lineman got hurt. Mm-hmm. And you sit there and say, We can't let that happen. We need to have depth along the offensive line. And they didn't really have depth along the offensive line. Chase and Hines, I know they drafted last year, he was hurt. Andrew Stuber, they drafted last year. He was hurt. So they were both on, you know, they were both sixth, seventh round picks. Those are just flyers that were like, hey, maybe they'll turn into something. Obviously, maybe they're not sold on those guys yet. So you have guys that give you depth behind. Can Sal play a little bit of left tackle or right tackle if he had to? I don't know. We'll see, right? But I don't know. So he played left tackle uh, as a redshirt freshman right. back in 2018 and then four years at left guard. So 11 starts at left tackle, 44 yep. at left guard. Right. And so that's the thing is that, you know, he has some he has some experience doing it. Is he best suited for that? No, but he has a little bit of experience doing that. And so I think, you know, overall, you get some good depth. You get some guys that I think you're pretty happy about and you go from there, you know. And, and again, the kicker, Ryland, be pissed about it. Be upset about it if you want. That's fine. I got no problem with Patriots fans being upset about it. But if he's your starting kicker and he kicks well for you this year, like you're what? You're pissed that they moved up in the fourth round to take the guy that that is a good kicker for you as opposed to taking him in the sixth round when he probably wouldn't have been available? I'm sorry. A kicker went at 99. Like it's not a super strong draft. So no. That's that's what's happening. And oh, by the way, at ninety nine, didn't San Fran move up to that pick at ninety nine to take? Him? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, you know. That's, uh, that's so wild. like it just it is you what just, it is, and people are gonna be yeah, upset no matter what. It's just the way and it they're goes. gonna, and they're gonna take a punter too. Like they're a hundred percent taking a punter in this draft. And I'm looking at Michael Turk, who they worked with at the Shrine Bowl, who's right. a really big leg kicker, a punter, and it's like they're probably gonna take him too. You know? Right. The, the only pick in here I really question is Jake Andrews just because there are questions with the athleticism. I agree. Everything. But you know what? They worked with him. So if they liked what they saw, right. I, I I didn't work with him. I haven't talked to the guy. I don't feel like I'm in a position here where I can tell the Patriots, yeah, yeah, Bill Belichick, you, you got that one wrong and I got that one right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And honestly, for me personally, I, I just – I think that, you know – if you're trying to make your team better, which they are, then we're going, we're going, that's what we're doing. And and look, I wanted them to take Tower Scott. I wanted them to take Zach Coons. I wanted them to, I wanted them to take all these guys. But those guys still haven't been picked. There's a reason why those guys still haven't been picked. It's not like the Patriots, you know, are missing these glaring great players. No, no one's taking those guys. 
So it's right. not as though you know what I mean. And, and and the other part of it is this: fine, you want them to take a wide receiver, that's fine. Are they going to crack your top five this year if you draft a guy? And it sounds like they view Gesicki as a um, a receiver almost. So right. I, I am still a little bit surprised they haven't taken anybody just to put a body there. But remember, you know they're they're allowed to go back and sign free agents. There are guys left there. They'll fill out and get camp bodies. And right. If you can protect the other thing, if you can run the football, they did not run the football very well last season. Being able to run even a little bit better is going to make you more productive in the exactly. red zone. And it's going to like it's not running is not going to set up play action for them. Having a better offensive line is what's going to help their play action next year because that was the issue. But running is going to mean that they're third and 10 less. If you can if you can get to second and six instead of second and 10, uh, it just allows you to do a little bit more, makes you a little bit more flexible. And that makes life easier on Mac. 100%. And listen, we're going back to old school Patriots here. The draft, the third round of the draft, it isn't sexy. You're not getting guys that you wanted to see. You're not getting guys that you heard about. That's what's happened forever with the New England Patriots. Deal with yep. it. Here's here's where we are. So, anyways, to recap, uh, really, really quick recap. It's been it's been a heck of a live show here. I want to. I want to. I just want to put up this comment. But dark blue gold. Getting upset about the draft to me is knee jerk. Get upset years later like a champ. That's <laughs> how you do it. Right. Right. I love it. So, anyways, that's what we got. Wait, the pick is on the ticker again? No way. At 135? No, it's, it's 135. It's still, that's still a ways off. Oh, I'll, yes. The I'll come back. You got, you got to go. I'll come yes, back on go. when that one's Yes. Up. But, guys, just to recap really quick before we head out. Jake at 107. Jake Andrews, the center from Troy. Then a trade up from 120, including uh, throwing in one of those uh, six-round picks to get Chad Ryland, the kicker from Maryland. And then at 117, City Sow, the guard from Eastern Michigan, which again, that's, that's to me, that was a guy that was a Patriots fit for them, I think. The size, the uh, yeah, little bit of athleticism he has. So I'm not surprised by that. City so, Sow here is a very like that. This yeah. is where he was expected to go. It's a clear fit. I think there's, you can, there's some questions around Andrews and Ryland to a degree, but Sow is. Yep. Right on the money. Agreed. And Ricardo Garcia is asking about if Riley Reef is going to be a starting right tackle. I would, unless something happens, Riley Reef is going to be the starting left tackle or Calvin Anderson, depending on who wins out in camp. I think they feel comfortable enough with those two guys to think that one of those guys is going to be the starting right tackle this year, and the other one will be the swing tackle. Uh, seems like it's going to be seems like it's going to be Reef as a starter and and Anderson as the backup or as a swing, but we'll see what happens. So. Anyways, that's it. It's going to do it for, for this. Matt will be back on, as he said, at 135, uh, or assuming they make a pick at 135, and then we'll yeah, be back pick, with you. Pick 135, not necessarily 135 Eastern time. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Although it could work out that way. You never know. It could be. We're, we're, coming, we're coming up right on the time. It's, I yeah. just want to mention one more thing before you go, because you yep. mentioned Noah Ruggles, and I just looked. So I pulled up Dane Brugler's beast here. He has Chad Ryland as the second kicker in his thing. I don't even see Noah Ruggles on here. So there you go. Okay, so there you go. Which shocked me because I've seen him as the number one kicker in some places, and he's not in the top 20 kickers. So I don't know what's yeah. up with that. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he just saw that last, that final kick and was like, forget it. I'm taking him off my freaking board. So, but anyways. All right. All well, right, thank we'll you guys. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon.